Welcome back to another episode of Brevity Box. Brevity Box is a podcast of hot takes on any subject matter that we can get our minds around, even ones that we can't. Today, we'll be talking about gaslighting. What is gaslighting? And maybe a little bit of time spent on the sheer joy that I'm getting from the idea that there will be no more daylight savings time. For the rest of the country that isn't Arizona. Yeah, we'll go into that for a second. Uh, Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Uh, You can check out our entire roster of podcasts at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. Yes, it is true. Senate has passed a bill that I think will become law. That that statement right there is shocking. (laughs) Shocking. Apparently, there's a lot of agreement on this that... In 2023, when we so we have two shifts left in the fall, we'll roll our clocks back mm-hmm. everywhere but Arizona and Alaska, I think, are the only two in the United States that do not change their clocks. And uh, then we will, just like we just did last weekend, there'll be another spring forward. And then that'll be it from the way that it sounds that there will be no more daylight savings time, which is. Uh, funny on tons and tons of levels but i personally had lived in arizona for 20 years these two which i didn't take the time to introduce that is brando selfish that is becky i'm triple c very rude very rude we're we're in a hustle here because i'm trying to throw in a second episode uh but yeah i lived in arizona for 20 years and one of the weirdest things to get used to coming out into the rest of the world is the changing of the clocks like and and I'm not I've been in New Orleans now for 5 years and I'm telling you I walked out and looked at my oven clock that said 11:30 and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with my like I could not understand why the time had changed all of a sudden because I was looking at my phone which shifted automatically mm-hmm. and yet all of a sudden all the clocks in my house were changed it took me a solid hour and a half to figure mm-hmm. out it was daylight saving time. Interesting. I mean, that, that's how used to Arizona I am. And Arizona has it right. They do yeah, not change do. their clocks. I never understood why anybody else did. And I've always had to remember it when I'm trying to set up times to talk to you guys or do anything. Because last week it was an hour difference, and this week it's two hours difference. Right. So when this is all said and done, Arizona is going to be three hours behind the East Coast. It will be exactly where it is now. Yep. It'll be exactly where it is now. So the headline, as it were, U.S. Senate approves bill to make daylight saving saving time permanent. <laughs> daylight saving time. I always want to say savings because yeah, of I'm going to be stuck three hours behind the East Coast. God damn it. Oh, that so is we true. won't be on the St. Lake. Okay. We'll be exactly Sorry, where we I are got, right now. I got a little confused. <laughs> it's That's just weird. annoying for those of us that work silly. in corporate America. No, because I US... thought like with it going away that there would be no time differences. Oh. <laughs> we are all two o'clock. <laughs> no, like, we're going to give you a mulligan on this and start this entire episode over if you'd like. <laughs> sometimes my brain doesn't work (laughs) why does it get dark at three o'clock on the east coast i just want to know yeah they they passed a bill on tuesday that would 
make daylight saving time permanent starting in 2023. And basically, yeah, <laughs> they're calling it the Sunshine Protection Act. That's funny. I, for one, would like to thank Congressional Representative Jonah Ryan. And now, once he's gotten, from, got, once he's now that he's killed daylight saving time, he's going to work on those Arabic numbers and goddamn terrorist math they're teaching our kids in schools. Oh, wait, reality forward. check. First <laughs> obstacle, House of Representatives has got to pass the bill. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, 20 bucks, Marjorie Taylor Greene calls it communist. I'm telling you, <laughs> someone needs to let her know that numbers are Arabic numbers. Yeah. That- <laughs> and, they should go on, and they should go back on InfoWars and freak the fuck out about that. Uh, dude, look, she's too worried. Worried. She's too worried about this gazpacho police. Oh, she really does big. look like the missing link between man and ape. Unfortunately, I hate to oh, bring. I, I mean, I hate to go for someone's looks. It's such a. It's such a punch down. But she's such an asshole. It makes her ugly. And I don't know what's worse if she truly <laughs> believes the shit she's spouting, or if she's just. Or, or she just playing a character, and the truth is, I don't know which is more reprehensible at this point. I look, I think people like that do it because it makes them feel good. It's like they're doing a drug. Like if she knows better, and I assume she knows better, she digs the power. She's and been the, like, on Info it. Wars. Do you honestly think she knows better? I, I look. I think it's her her brand. I think she's selling out for her soul. Power, yeah, I think she likes that influence. I mean, look, there are places that she goes to where she's a fucking hero, and that's the truth. There, there are definitely places where a bunch of her constituents are just thinking she's amazing, and I don't get it. You know, I'm reluctant. I don't. You know, I would love to yeah, understand how it works at all. Temperature IQs. I yeah, you know, I no. I'm sorry. I'm just sick of being nice. Well, no, you don't have to be nice. I just, I'm, you know, why I'm hesitant is I'm not sure that they are like, it's easy. It almost feels like it's designed for us to say something like that so that it can, we're on the script and they, they know what to say next. Right. No, no, no. They're, they're fucking idiots. And I feel bad for them because (laughs) the American education system has let them down that bad. I don't know how they're influential is my thing. I mean, I think the part that pisses me off a a ton about it is, you know, I'm a total kid of a, you know, single parent mom who was very successful in the work that she had, but she had to kick ass. She had to be smarter than the, the men that she worked with. And she was a minority and in that generation of all the things that you've heard about. And she managed to make her way through a lot of it, but not unscathed, right? So I have this particular idea of uh, like powerful and successful, intelligent, outspoken women and how they that needs to be more of a normal thing. And it's gotten more and more normal. But then somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene shows up. And, and look, I don't know that person personally, but I feel like it makes it harder for somebody who's wants to be authentic and outspoken. Cause I don't know if she, if she's authentic, I'm with you, Brando, right? That she, there, there is definitely like a real rigorous me going that asshole is stupid, but 
if she's not being authentic, if that's a bit for her to get her means or her power out of it, I mean, that's just evil, <laughs> right? Like some next it, level shit. Yeah. It's it, but I think it ruins it. I mean, look, Becky, you're a, you're a good person to ask about this because you're not the person who is going to follow those. I always say 20th century because I, it makes it sound outdated. Right. But that, that same shit, they put a lot of women in success and power through where you mm-hmm. still are held to an impossible standard, right? You right. can't get mad or you're a, a bitch, you know, whereas if it's a guy who gets mad, he's a leader. Yeah. Right. And, and you, you know, you have to smile while taking criticism and look inviting. Get shit done. Yeah, we do. Well, I'm, they look, they, they're, they do. But especially if you have somebody that is outspoken and maybe isn't there to make friends, but to do a good job in a competitive work environment and they're going to get labeled as a, you know, MTG. Same thing, (laughs) potato, tomato, (laughs) but they're going to like, they're going to be associated with this person who has poor, I don't know what you would call it. Just, I don't want to say no dignity. It's just no, uh, no, no etiquette, no sense. Yeah, it feels pretty fucked up. I don't, I'm, and Bobert, her and Bobert, I think, make it harder for women to be just on an even scale, on a genderless scale, powerful. I do love the fact that Lauren Bobert, sorry, Mitch, did recently accept an award for like highest, hottest woman in Congress and it was misspelled. And she didn't realize it. <laughs> well, I said sorry, Mitch, because just because he lives in that state, oh, and he's he's Mitch has thoughts on her. Oh boy! So I that's the bet. I mean, what are we going to make it like a, a gentleman's bet here? Five dollars that those two people have something to say about why daylight saving time has to stick around. Yeah, because getting rid of it's communism. They literally one of the quotes they have in here is the National Association of Convenience Stores opposes the change, telling Congress we should not have kids going to school in the dark. Hey, asshole, that happens anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, punk-ass kids saving? never had a fucking zero-hour class. Get the fuck out of here. Give me a break. <laughs> Insane. I'm all for it. Get rid of it. I'm sick of it. It's stupid. I, I, I miss, Thank you, Congressman I miss Ryan. Arizona time being unchangeable. Even though you married your stepsister, I still respect you. No, but Becky, you run into that situation that we were talking about before, where you've just, you're not allowed to be uh, that same. You see men with the same kind of attitude you would have when they discover a problem in the workplace and they don't get treated with the same. Is it dismissiveness that you think you run into? Or you think it's still age old misogyny? Like old old fashioned, yeah. Is it just because the the people in charge are still the same people in charge? Yeah, I I feel that way. A that's lot. rough, man. Yeah, that's rough. It's I don't like, like it. Behind the scenes, they want they want girls and women to speak up for themselves, but when you're in the workplace, they're like, "Oh no, 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 that's not that's not proper. You need to be a proper lady." 
Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That's bot. So that could be the proper lady when you're dealing with a pig. Exactly. Oh, Snam. slam. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you, don't, don't you think that contributes to the entire atmosphere where you have patients who don't want to listen to what you're telling them is the truth? They need oh, a man in a white coat, not a woman in a, a white coat. It's a man in a white coat, and it's an age thing as well. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Especially in the I medical imagine. field. It'd be really funny. It'd, it'd be really fucking funny. Next time, if, if, if you have like a 16-year-old Asian kid on call in a coat, <laughs> just oh you don't want to take it from me let me get your doctor and that and, and that little guy walks in yeah so basically on july 1st at work <laughs> wait what july 1st because i work at a university hospital oh yeah that's yeah when, there you go that's when the new residents like from med school they start in in their big boy jobs mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. walk but in so and you just go. go what the hell they're doing <laughs> but you see it yeah. You see it. You see it see in it front all of you all the time. You know, and the and then the whole uh I don't respect you because you don't have kids. Cool. Cool. Oh wow. Wait, what the fuck? Oh yeah. You have to go into detail on that one. There's a so a lot of the times parents get in their heads that they're they're the parent they're always right and they know more than you and oh misery loves company gotcha yeah when you try and tell them like hey you know this is a fetus please don't tap on the glass like (laughs) you're stressing your baby out they're like i think i know more than you because i'm a parent and i'm like okay Uh, listen you little 16 year old i've been a nurse for 10 years (laughs) i think i know a little bit more than you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, this is the shit thing is, is it's it's just weird to hear somebody get competitive, <laughs> like it's a pissing yeah. contest. And it's it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And it's like it's gotten to the point of where sometimes I just lie to parents and I tell them I have kids at home, just so that they respect me. Well, they don't question, right? Yeah, they don't question you. They're like, oh, my God, you know so much. That's so fucking like, stupid. The I fact can that have, you- <sighs> yeah, I can have two parents in one room and one be really respectful and they'll be like, oh, do you have kids? I'd be like, no. And they'll be like, oh, well, you know a lot and I'm really thankful for you. And then two minutes later, you go over to a, another baby and the parents are like, fuck you. <laughs> don't do you tell know me how badly? I would love to have the ability to record these interactions and have two parents in two different rooms, two sets of parents, and you walk into one and they're like, do you have kids? And you're like, oh, God, no, I would never, <laughs> ever have kids. And to be honest, if I didn't work here, I would never read about them either. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a blight on society, honestly. Yeah. I don't like kids. Like, I've never met a kid yeah, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. I hate kids, but I love the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I just, just love just take that, just, I mean, just take that just Deion Sanders scrubs. mercenary approach to it, and then go into yeah. the next room and be like, "Oh, and break out like your phone and show him pictures of your nieces and nephews." Like, nope, that's little Timmy. He's at home. He's lost his first tooth. <laughs> I used yeah. to. Um, my mom used to do daycare before she retired, and she had like these two kids that were like they look like twins, but they were from different families. And they looked like me. So, like, 
I would babysit them all the time and like they would spend the night at our house if their parents went out of town or whatever. And like I would take them to the grocery store with me or whatever and everyone would be like, oh my God, your kids are so cute. And it got to the point of where I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> They're not my kid, Right. Yeah. Dude, my sister used to, I, I always thought my oldest sister would tell this story about how because she was the oldest and my mother was working that she would always get stuck with me. Like she'd always say that I always get stuck with him and I would go to the grocery mm. store and people would be like, think that I was your mom. And, you know, I always thought, Oh, well that's so ridiculous because we're like, I was a kid my whole life hearing this. Right. I never mm -hmm. put it in the context. And so by the time I'm an adult and I give any thought to it, I'm like, she's, I didn't realize she was literally complaining, right? I thought yeah. the reason she was bothered was because we're brother and sister. It's so close in age. She was just bothered that people were looking at her like she was a teenage, you know, thought. Oh, see, that happened to me. Like, um, my nieces and nephews look very there. similar to that me. Over there. And, like, the reason I moved out here was because of a bad breakup and... So, like, the talk in my town was I moved away because I had gotten knocked <gasps> up and had babies. Like, Yo, I got sent away. Real? Yeah, because it was when Facebook was first starting. So, like, I would share pictures of my nieces and nephews all the time. And they look like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so people, people chat in this small town. And then all of a sudden I come back one summer and everyone's like, how's your daughter? How's your son? And I'm like, what? Right. And like, and so yeah, you show, you? you show like genuine confusion and then you yeah. leave the situation and guess what? Those town folks are still going, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, those are her kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. I didn't think that moving away would automatically mean I was knocked up running away from my baby so daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so people want to believe those things, though. They do. They want to believe them. And they don't forget that kind of shit. No. Didn't Especially Tom, in look, small towns. So Tom Segura had a funny-ass bit in one of his early stand-ups where he talks about rumors and how he loves rumors because nobody has to verify them. And I totally, I don't want to steal the guy's bit. He's talking about Tommy Lee Jones and his dad told him that Tommy Lee Jones was gay and that he went through his whole life telling people he was gay <laughs> until somebody who knew him was like, that guy's not gay. And he called his dad pissed off <laughs> because he believed it. He wanted to believe it, right? He wanted to believe it and he took it and ran with it. And that's the same shit that you're talking about with your, your parent, the people back home that think you took off and became a parent. Yeah. And they're going to believe that even if you try to sell it. You're like, mm -hmm. no, really, I don't have kids. They're like, okay, you don't have kids. I get it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be horseshit. I wonder what – I haven't spoken to many people. Uh, I mean, there's a couple that I know, I mean, that were from high school. But most of the people I used to roll with are like – I ghosted them when I was like 23. So mm -hmm. I haven't seen them in a couple of decades. I can only imagine – the fucking crazy shit they think I'm out there doing. <laughs> it's funny to hear like people's perspective of you, like after you leave, because they're like a you have to think a part of them is jealous because they didn't get out. You know, or how they get that fucking narrative in the first place. I remember talking to an ex of mine 
like somebody I was like my first girlfriend when I was like in uh, eighth grade, that kind of old girlfriend, like not nothing crazy serious, but you had, you know, um, you remember that person. And I remember, you know, she moved out to the country. I didn't talk to her. And we, every now and then we'd catch up about say five or six years ago, I caught up with her. I just over Facebook or something. And she was like, Oh yeah, you're out there making all that money. And I was like, what? <laughs> like what money? What are you talking about? And she had built it in her head that I was some sort of, I, I don't know what she, I, I couldn't even explain it, but that was her explanation for why I didn't stick around that. I was out in the world chasing money. Yeah. Which is nuts. It's just funny. But anyways, we were kind of touching on something there. In the last episode, we got to a point, and I had mentioned the term gaslighting, and you had an opinion on gaslighting. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to revisit it. I think maybe it would be good for me to just give everybody the uh, jujural definition of yes. what gaslighting is, and then you can let it. Mitch, let play us the disclaimer. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. We are not physicians. Insert we are not people disclaimer. that know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, this all, so just this all came from a discussion in the last episode where we had gone down a serious tangent talking about the war between Russia and Ukraine and, and the fact that, uh, you know, news to a lot of regular Russian citizens, they're being misled and manipulated. We were using the term gaslit and we were using it in context to some news stations here, particular uh, political personalities. And we started talking about relationships and we were at the end of the episode, and so we decided to carry it on to this one. So let's start with a definition. What is gaslighting? So here is a good, easy one to digest, I think. Uh, gaslighting happens when an abuser tries to control a victim by twisting their sense of reality. Uh, an example of gaslighting would be a partner doing something abusive and then denying that it happened. It would me. <laughs> Sounds like a great comedy bit from back in the day. I did Gaslighters, it I cared about you. No puppet, no puppet. You're the puppet. <laughs> Gaslighters may also convince their victims that they are mentally unfit or too sensitive. You're emotionally so this, unstable. Yeah, I mean, doesn't this sound like... Don't you think a, you're overreacting? A, a thousand cliche movies about... Crazy women at home worried about their husbands cheating and the huh. No, that lipstick on the collar was from my aunt. And, you know, it's all that shit. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of guys, I think they're just desperate and saying whatever. And maybe that person just doesn't want to accept the fact that they're messing around. So they just accept it. Mm -hmm. And then once there's a realization, the guy's like, oh shit, that worked. Yeah. That's when it becomes. A verb, right? That's when he right. starts to gaslight every time. Yeah. That's when he becomes a psychopath and does it in every relationship. So you had uh, an you had a reaction when I was talking about it earlier. What 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 are your thoughts on the well, idea of it? I mean, just, we were talking about it in context to news and politics. Yeah. Well, mine comes from a place of reality television this week. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm interested. And The Bachelor. Oh, my God. Because The Bachelor ended this week. And they okay. were talking about how the lead, The Bachelor, 
was gaslighting the contestants this year. And it's just kind of triggering for me because it's like, I don't think he was really gaslighting them because you don't go on a show like The Bachelor. And, you know, it's hard for me to, you don't go on the show, you know, because, because you don't know what happens. You go on the show because you know. Like, you know when you get to the final three, you're going to do your fantasy suite. And nine times out of ten in the fantasy suites, guess what? They have sex. We all know that. It's happened for 30 seasons now. Like Fucking happens in the, in, in the suite, man. It's yeah. just. Yeah. Everybody knows that. And so this guy is getting, like, reamed in the press because he had sexual relations with two of the women. And he told all three of the women that he loved them. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's gaslighting. He's such a bad guy. And I'm like, is he He's really? driving those cars hard. You don't buy a fucking performance car without giving it a little bit of gas. Yeah, see how I'm, it like, reacts. I'm like, is he really? I got to buy a car that's seeing how it takes corners. You can't, and you can't tell me that these we're women totally don't sign up for that show not expecting for something like this to happen. Well, so the first question I would have for you is, do you believe this is a genuine controversy or is this one of those things that the producers were like? To me, it is. Brilliant. <laughs> right? Like, you don't think it was the producers going, here's a great idea? I mean, I feel like the producers have a hand in it, yeah. But, like, the way that the the way that the people involved with the show, like, you call them Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Right. Have been like, oh, uh. let's cancel him. <laughs> and then you have like the, you know, like the celebrity blogs, like cancel him. He's gaslighting. But please tell me what Bachelor hasn't gaslit right. in this show. Like the whole premise of the well, show is gaslighting. I don't gaslighting. think it's just the show. I think the yeah. dating in general for a long time, maybe every dating scenario. Like I, it, it, maybe it's even a phase. Mm-hmm. That men, go, I'm not sure if it's exclusive to men either, but in this context, we're talking about it in The Bachelor from the fact right. of him being the gaslighter. Yeah. And I made the reference of of saying that bad husbands and movies of the week, it's always the guy who's being doing the gaslighting. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe that's just a, f- a phase that I just feel like that term guys go through, so right? popular that people, people just kind of... Um, clump everything and call it gaslighting and they don't truly know the true definition of gaslighting. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. And look, in doing so, they, they minimize situations that are really abusive. Uh, Yeah. Dangerous. And bad. Cause then it's like, Oh, you're just like the bachelor. Exactly. You're you're just like a television show. It's not real. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, I, Brando, you have to, I mean, you, you, you can't, Tell me that you've never been the one gaslighting a date, an interest, a girl that you were into. It's been the other way around once or twice, unfortunately. Really? We don't talk about it. I don't talk about it. I haven't for years. I never will. Help me become the person that I am today. Catfished or or gaslit? <laughs> Not even gaslit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, look, I, I, I can't say that I'm not. Uh, if I'm being honest. I would, I think it's a, a, I think I'm less bothered about it when it's like a 21 year old dude versus a 40 year old dude. I think you should be older. bothered by it no matter the age. 
I agree with you. I'm just telling you what I, I like naturally. I feel like that's a kid, right? It's a kid's move. It feels more appropriate in that ballpark. But once they're a full-blown adult, it feels so much more malicious to me. I'm not saying it wasn't malicious before, mm-hmm. but when it's a kid doing something where you can say, hey, you know, we don't do that. And maybe they learn, but they get, they, people get drunk on it. Exactly. And pray, they prey on people that don't know themselves and don't have the self-esteem to like stand up for themselves and be like, you know what, motherfucker? Call them on their bullshit, yeah. Yeah. Or you can be digmatized like I was in my last (laughs) relationship and just let it happen because the dick's so good. (laughs) So, okay. So let's go back to a couple of basic questions then. Uh, And from from everybody's going to answer this. So in, in an age where words like polyamory are out there and you're talking about the whole concept of the show is all of these women are vying to get with this one guy mm-hmm. and they all go out on their individual dates. They all get time to get to know each other and try to find chemistry. And I mean, like at the core, is it wrong for this? Like, do you think it's impossible for him to love each one of those women? How long is this show? Like how long Like four are weeks. they all? How long? Like four weeks. So a month. Yeah. So he gets a month. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's possible that he could actually love those three women? No. I think that they get, like, not love love, but I think they love certain aspects about that person. Well, it's it's not long enough to be love love. It's all infatuation. Yeah. I I think they have to... They don't have time to see, and it's such a fake reality. Like, you know, you're going well, yeah, on like helicopter sure. dates, and you're going to Iceland, and you know, <laughs> here, the winery. But when you get off Jesus the show, you don't have Christ. that money. <laughs> you know? I fucking hate American television. <laughs> when they get off the show, it's like, well, we can't go on a helicopter we, date. So why don't you give in the 2014 out. Outback, and we'll go for a drive around the block. <laughs> You know, I think I think they fall in love with the situation instead of right. the person. They're punch drunk. Yeah. And a lot of, and and the producers pick This is going to sound so bad. Pick weaker women who would Oh yeah, he's totally in love with me. Play it up, you know, uh, like impressionable. Right. Yeah, well, impressionable. right. The, that's the, the better. Yeah, that's a better word. Well, that's why I go back to it being a, a about the producers thinking this is a good idea. Anyway, so okay, let's 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 see the six things that gaslighters say to manipulate you. All right, Becky, here's here's the test. All right, yeah. All right, that never happened. Easy. Oh, Victim yeah. starts questioning their instincts, relies more and more on the reality that gets created and manipulated by the abuser. That never happened. You're too sensitive. Or you're emotionally you, unstable. You have terrible memory. You're crazy. And mm-hmm. other people think so too. Yeah. I'm sorry you think that I hurt you. Oh, that's a that's the fucking worst. That's a that's a see, that's just dirty pool. Yeah. But that comes from a, like kids. When you're growing up, you learn to argue like that. You should have you should have known how I would react. Ugh. 
Uh, These are just making my blood boil. (laughs) You've heard these before? Yeah, my last relationship. I've heard everyone so far. I'm sorry you think I hurt you. No, please change my tire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you think I hurt you, but I'm not in the wrong. I was doing what I wanted to do. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry you think that I hurt you, but I told you I didn't want to be in a relationship. (laughs) So this is your fault. That we're fighting. Oh, cool. Listen to this. This is from Wikipedia. Gaslighting is a colloquialism. Spell that. Loosely defined as making someone question their own reality. The term may also be used to describe a person who presents a false narrative to another group of person, which leads them to doubt their perceptions and become misled, disoriented, or distressed. Fuck. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yep. My God. Yeah, I mean that fits. Again, I I feel I, I I mean that's that's what's going on for a lot of regular people all over the world right now. Social media has yeah. turned it into. It seems like that, right? They, just the way they're making it true. seem like it it's this like it. new amazing term, and they're like overusing it and clumping everything into like under like it's an umbrella term. Is I think what I'm trying to get at, and like it's not gaslighting. It's like is completely zeitgeist. different. It's from in the zeitgeist. Other stuff. What? It's like zeitgeist. It's I'm gonna in tell, the zeitgeist. I'm gonna text Brooke right now to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> she will too. Yeah, those are those are amongst the trigger words for me to get slapped. Is uh, uh, what is it? It's definitely zeitgeist. What else? He has said zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you're going to hear just a slap. <laughs> uh, no, she's asleep, thankfully. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <it>. Two hours, <laughs> daylight savings time. Yeah, right I'm where we not going to text her then. All right. Yeah. Caveat. Oh, that's the bad one. She hates caveat. She just cannot stand hearing me say it. Zeitgeist and caveat are the top two. Top two. So I got a question for Becky. Mm-hmm. I, I've just been noticing these things more and more out and about. You remember the Ed? You remember the uh, the old Ed Hardy shirts back in the day? Yeah, unfortunately. In your opinion, as a woman in the dating world, is Black Rifle Coffee Company apparel the new Ed Hardy? I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay, then my theory is bunk. Uh, look, I absolutely am. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, maybe I, I, I'm like not with the times right now. <laughs> it's just a coffee that sells shitty coffee, a coffee company that sells shitty coffee uh, while basically using bro vet culture to do it. Huh. I'll so have I have never attention. had their coffee. It's terrible coffee. Some old have you had I got it? Some, did you order it? Some old coworkers and I did a couple of years ago. It was shit. It was shit. I was not impressed. I would love to try it. I've never tried it. I've never That's tried not it. It's that good. Go find a local cafe that has a source for freshly roasted beans and your life is better. It'll probably cost you about 18 bucks a pound. Just nut the fuck up and pay for it, people. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. God damn. It's worth it. No, but you know, I've never tried them, so I don't want to, to bash it, but I believe you. Uh, if you say it wasn't good, it probably wasn't it's good. Like, it's like, it's, they're basically an apparel company masquerading as a coffee company, the same way that Harley Davidson is now an apparel company masquerading 
as a company that sells good motorcycles. I don't know, man. Their last their last cross country bike got like huge reviews. Like they were real. It was a new bike for them, though. It wasn't their typical line. Yeah, look at you should uh, you should look at the profits they make from clothing and apparel versus what they make off their motorcycles. It's a staggering well, it's difference. A, it, that's their brand, right? I the know, I buy apparel from now. them once a year for my Why? father for his birth, okay. for Christmas oh, or his oh. birthday. Does he have a Harley? Yes. Okay. And when we lived in my hometown, there was this huge Harley store that had a restaurant in it, and that they made some bomb ass food in that restaurant. But they sell detuned bikes from the factory. It's dumb, but it's yeah. kind of Honda people. But no, no, Evie Ryder. And I modeled day. for them one time when I was younger, too. Their apparel, I modeled their kids. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I was. what the fuck is a little kid going to do to model a motorcycle? That's weird. <laughs> Did anything you have have tassels on it? Like, do you have one of those jackets? I, had, I modeled the leather vest with little tassels on it, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's the Harley vest, man. Mm-hmm. It was black, and then I wore an orange long sleeve shirt under it and one of those little leather newsboy caps. I don't know. I, I just think of that weird shit as just, it's just an evolved form of peacocking that people think is more subtle, but it isn't. Maybe maybe I'm yeah. way off. I don't know. I don't know that you're like, way off. F- I just I think that what happens is that those those iconic brands can't exist. This on. is not an iconic brand. It was for a long time, man. Wait, what are we talking about? Harley, Harley Davidson. Okay, okay. I thought we were back to the coffee shitheads. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no. If no, I no, don't no, know no. what it is, it's not iconic. Sorry. Yeah, no, but Harley <laughs> Davidson is is a. But I think that you're right. It, it's become an identity. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the whole gear. You know, all of it is the identity of somebody who's riding a Harley. If you have, to, if your identity revolves around your material goods of choice, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> If your apparel makes that plainly obvious to any stranger that may see you. You're only saying this because Apple doesn't make clothes. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> even if they did, I wouldn't buy them. I don't own any You don't Honda. know that. Don't you don't know Honda. that. If how, you, many if Honda, you how many Honda some, shirts do I own? Zero. But if you could wear some Apple pants that every step you took would charge your phone, you'd buy them. I work from home now. It just sits here on the charger. <laughs> But it would help you lose weight and get in shape. You'd buy them. No. If they were made in track, if Apple made track suits, you wouldn't buy one. Absolutely not. Adidas for Adidas three stripe for life. (laughs) What if they had a special partnership with Adidas? No, because I'm not that guy. You know why? (laughs) When I go out in public, I don't, I want to be forgettable. It'll track your biometrics and sync up with your iWatch. Nope. I mean, the watch already does that. Charles. (laughs) I know. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't really fault anybody for doing that. I have things that I'm. Um. I. You know. I like. I relate I just, to. I, I just think it's a little sus. That's all. That's just me. Maybe I'm just getting old and weird. I don't know. No. You am know. I, am is. I out of touch? No. It's definitely the fucking children that are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. I interpret it like you're talking about. Like I try to think of the one person you're you're reacting to. I'll, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll guy. tell you what brought this like, up because there's someone that I live near who has a big old Ford F one fifty. I mean, I say weird, but it's actually a standard size F one fifty. They're just stupidly gigantic now. Mm. Uh, always backs into their parking spot. Okay, mm. sign of a sign of maybe a smart driver, but always, literally, always on 
the cons the 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 dashboard of the car mm-hmm. pointing right at the front window on display black rifle coffee company hat it's like why yeah i mean and i'm not talking about like i get it you know if it was just like tossed over in the corner okay he just tossed it there but no he wants that to be he wants that to be displayed and seen so people know what he's about this is who i am this is what i'm about yeah i i get it i i don't really i'm, I'm Look, with i you. never serve but i'm gonna play. trash on but i'm gonna say some shit right now it was probably someone that went into the army uh got assigned to security forces and they were basically gate cops for four years and got fucking discharged or well, so here's here's maybe. what I, here's I my reaction to that though. Here's my reaction to that though. I mean, there may be people like that. Maybe they're trying too hard. I don't know. So this is kind of what I was saying. When you're saying that, I'm thinking, okay, so the person you described, that person probably exists, right? My next and when we're talking about, <laughs> look up Black Rifle Coffee Company videos on YouTube, and you'll know exactly what I mean. <laughs> but that's that, that's been adopted by a group of people, and I get what you're saying. But like I was saying a second ago. There are those people that you're describing, but it's not universally true, right? There are definitely guys who love the coffee and want to, you know, for whatever reason, support a lot of whatever. I mean, there's people that think Folgers coffee is delicious. I mean, they're allowed to be fucking. There are. There are. There are. And I get what you're saying. It's funny as shit. Is it like service people? Like, is it geared towards service people? Yeah. I culture and initially it started okay. to be a pretty decent little company that was employing exclusively veterans. And I thought, Oh, that's pretty cool. I did too. Considering yeah, I, I, some of their I employees, from. I believe were people they met in Afghanistan that ended up you know, immigrating to America. That's pretty fucking cool. Very but yeah. then the marketing machine gets going, and then you know if you really want to, you really want to get that bro vet culture, you got to douche it up a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm looking at their Instagram page right now, <laughs> and the coffee's not good. To you. I don't see like on their Instagram page. There's nothing Someone about their buds. coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But that's no, the I, will, I will say this. I will. I will say this. The YouTube videos they made about why horror movies don't work if the killer tries to go yeah, after a veteran. <laughs> that shit was pretty funny. <laughs> those oh, are I funny. Watch that. It's, it's it's funny because it's it, it's true. Right. It's like five Marines in a house when like Freddy Krueger comes in and they or all Jason get pops up. Yeah, they'll get in formation, and one of them's like looking out with optics, and he's like, "I don't see anything." Oh, I got him. You got a shot. It's like it's pretty great. Yeah, that's what I know him from. But I think you're right. I don't know if you can control who goes under your brand, though. It all just comes down to the fact that people have perverted the American flag when they put it on all of their clothing. And now and now I look at people that wear the flag of my country on their clothing, and I'm a little suspicious of them. America. Yeah, but that's kind of been... I think that's been the way people have tried to do it. They've just gotten much more effective at doing it now. It's, it's been worse. Oh, yeah, it's, they're, 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 they're just getting more effective. People have had a lot of time to go crazy over the last two years being inside. Yeah, look, I mean, that's 100%, 100% true. I feel like that's what the one thing I say to, to any like medical professional, I feel like nurses are, I don't know how they're not talked about more. Like it feels before like a new, real nurses. I had a bit of a I had a bit of an epiphany here, which is surprising. You know, three single malts in here, and I think what bothers me about it is why can't you just be yourself, bro? Because people don't about? know how to do that, and that's really sad. 
people that's have really become hard. so reliant on social media and seeing and the like, brands they support being yeah, part of their personality and like on like getting their reviews from celebrities who get paid to endorse that product and they can't make up their own minds about stuff. I think that plays a lot into it. But is that really it's fucking just weird. more, but it's just more saturated now. It's just yeah. the saturation. It's, it's not that that stuff is social new. Media, yeah. Well, it's also the fact that I, I do like to keep up on like the parlor and QAnon crowds and see what they're up to. And obviously that's it's it's uh it's a lot more in those circles than normal person circles but you see it out about enough it's like i don't know like when i when i was in like fourth grade we read about we read the flag code and i'm pretty sure i remember saying hey don't put it on fucking apparel yeah right so it's right, it's right. hang on hang on um let me show you the problem here you're gonna get a we're gonna get a picture in the discord here that maybe becky can uh can throw on the Soch. <laughs> I think this joke sums it up pretty well. I hope I still have this picture. Yes, there you are. It's <laughs> that shit. That was my favorite episode of Saturday Night Live of all time. Oh my god. Yeah, for for anybody listening, it's uh, a total snapshot <laughs> from a, a beautiful SNL episode where oh. Will Ferrell is wearing a pair of American a flag underwear, g strings. It looks like, and a midriff shirt that says USA on the front, and he's standing up while Rachel Dratch is sitting down next to him in an office meeting. Trunch level. <laughs> It says, I'll die before I let someone disrespect my flag. (laughs) And for those of you that don't know, according to U.S. flag code, that's disrespecting the flag when you wear it. Well, and that's what he's trying to point out, right? And your dad, was your dad military uh, there, Brando? He did, uh, I think, six years in the Air Force wrenching on nuclear missiles. But so that's, that's, you know, you're raised with that perspective, and, and those are totally good perspectives i think it's corny and stuff but from so for people who do put that kind of stuff on their windshield or their rear windshield in their truck or you know i i do think it's but i always feel like it's real corny kitschy and like you were saying becky it's hard to know to be comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. and it's hard to remember that the person in front of you is probably uncomfortable in their own skin yeah and the weird thing is when you come across somebody who is comfortable in their own skin and that person's easy not to like. Right? Yeah, because you're jealous of them. I guess. I I you know, I, I don't I don't know, but I, I've I've gotten a lot of uh like Brando gives me a lot of hate because I'm sort of oblivious and it comes with its own problems. Oh so right? much shit. To owe so much, right. I'm just comfortable in my own skin though. And that can be annoying. Mm-hmm. As Brando will testify. <laughs> yeah, be because it's, yes, because we have to have a separate conversation about boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good times. Those are good times. No, I mean, I hear what you're saying. The therapist but disagrees, I, but, you know, whatevs. <laughs> are we going for couples? I have to disagree couples? to keep you coming back. Mm. Becky That's knows great. how to butter the bread. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. 
I don't know. I, I think uh, I don't mind those kind of. I think it's just the people I have a hard time. Like you said, I, I don't, I don't, I don't relate to that very well. You know, but I mean, I do know like my my wife's uncle is a huge Harley rider, but it sort of fits the age, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's in his sixties. He's got a a classic. If you rode band. Harleys, but you had to stop for medical reasons due to age. You get a pass. Right. Okay. You get a pass. So, I'll give you a pass. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There was a South Park episode about this great phenomenon. We're going to talk about Harley riders, actually. They reappropriated the F word. and It's not the one you're thinking about. It's a great episode. What's the name of the episode? I Just don't remember. Kind of it's like 10 years old. Oh. It's better Google that shit. Googling that shit, I'm multitasking right now. Well, at least we can look forward to the end of daylight savings time, and we've kind of covered gaslighting. Daylight saving time. Daylight savings time. Saving time. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to come correct. Come correct and get corrected. I'll slap you. Sorry, sorry. Daylight savings time. Saving. No s. Uh, So we're gonna put this out on the line. We're just making bad movie jokes. Now he's just trying to overwhelm us with awfulness. Ugh. Daylight saving time? Yes. <laughs> Is that it? Maybe. Act your age, not your shoe size. Ooh, burn. Okay, G-Funk Parliament. P-Funk, G-Funk. I'm now sounding 50 years old. Hey, man. P-Funk's for the children. And so is Wu-Tang. Rest in peace, ODB. Forever. <laughs> Hashtag Wu-Tang Wednesday, which we're recording this on. Yeah, Brando, you need to, let's let's do this. Why don't you give us an update on your vinyl collection? No progress to be made. I haven't gone to the store in a while. Did you lose your taste for new vinyl? Uh, I've lost my taste for putting on pants. I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you want all right all right all right podcast land confession time confession time uh i haven't really gone anywhere aside from the bagel shop in the morning maybe like once in eight days i've worn nothing but tracksuits it's great and by the way when i went to that bagel shop that morning i was wearing my slippers oh uh, oh man the, look in my defense off. i was it was early in the morning i wasn't <laughs> thinking these slippers Ew. are actually comfy with a hard sole on them so it didn't register at first. And then when I'm standing in line and I look down, it's like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Dude, you were at Walmart DEFCON 4, bro. <laughs> Actually, I had Walmart deliver my weekly groceries. Oh, no. <laughs> DoorDash brought me some Girl Scout cookies a couple days ago. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> I can't pick you up. I got to hook I could, up for the Girl Scout cookies next if I could year. Just, I got if you. I could just get my <clears throat> scotch delivered to me, life would be good. There is a, there's an app that does that. Becky, I'm not actually talking about scotch. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> there might be a there might be an app for that other one too. I don't, oh, I'm I don't, sure that I don't qualify. Oh, it's not a biscuit. It's called Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> the day that I can buy my <clears throat> scotch using my cash rewards credit card and have it delivered is the day I just never have to leave my home again. Man, you not leaving the house made me think of that scene in forgetting sarah marshall 
where he's <laughs> keep in mind. About- I f- keep in mind in the mornings. <laughs> I feel bad walking by the apartment of my Ukrainian neighbors, just like a fucking Russian gangster. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's awful, bro. <laughs> But <laughs> do, do you really have Ukrainian neighbors? You talk to them? Yeah. Oh, Occasionally. Wow. There's, there's a bit Are of a language. Like a- there's a bit there. I don't talk to them often. There is a bit of a language barrier. Stay at home. Wow. Stay, stay at home. Mom with a, with a, with a, with a, with a little kid. The dad I think works at the university. I see her more often, but the language barrier is much thicker than it is with him. And I'm, doing the smart, and I'm doing the smart thing, just giving him a knowing nod and not bringing it the fuck up. Yeah. Although I did have to have an awkward conversation with him a few nights ago. Do you Did I already talk about this? No. 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 Well, no, I mean, I, I had to have an awkward conversation. I, it was actually a couple of days after Russia did invade and I went to take out my trash and I was doing some thinking and, you know, on the way back. I decided there was something I needed to say to them, so I had to knock on the door, and I did, and that poor woman just looks terrible. It was fucking awful. I can't imagine what they're going through. And I had to try and communicate to let her know that the dome light in her Hyundai was on, and I didn't want her to wake up to a dead battery. Right. I was hoping that it was going to be you knocking on their door and going, the area of land that you put your trash can on next to mine, well, a little bit of that's mine. And I need you to, I'm going to push you, just kind of push you out of the way because you shouldn't be over this line. Now, if there's anything I've learned from all the books about history I've read in World War II, it's don't fuck with people from that part of the world. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're scary. It's hard not to talk about it, isn't it? I mean, doesn't it seem like it's it's just I read about it all the time. I mean, do you read? I, I do find it. I do find it. I do find it amusing that Lindsey Graham's just out there saying, "Yeah, someone needs to fucking kill that guy." Well, I did you guys? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, right? Are you freaked out about it? Are you freaked out about it? I'm only freaked out at the possibility of Vladimir Putin launching a tactical battlefield nuke, which will, which, which. I mean, that, that'll be like nine eleven all over again. The world won't be the same. Yeah. That's what I'm scared of. <clears throat> and I think he, there's a 50-50 shot. I think he's crazy enough to do it. I don't know about that. Yeah, Maybe, not, maybe it that. should be effectively communicated to the Russian people that if they get sick of this bullshit, rise up and do something about it, I we can send them more sick. Adidas tracksuits. <laughs> I look. Now, what I, I mean is obviously it's 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 horrible for the people over there, and I hope that something can be done about that current regime so those some of those sanctions can get lifted because the people don't deserve it. Yeah, but that's the only way to effectively wage war against a nuclear power. Well, so I, I'm not, you know, for some reason I don't get to, um. I don't worry about that. Like, I know a lot of people are thinking that that sort of huge, like you bunch of big words there with tactical this and that. And, and the, and I agree that's there. You, you have to respect that. The, the shit that I think about, and I I talked about, but I mean, tactical nuke, I mean like the shit they had in starship troopers, you know, small literal battlefield. Yeah. But maybe not everybody out there in podcast land does. No, no, I know that. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm glad you explained it. Really, that was the right thing to do. I, I'm more saying that 
uh, I still, I still feel like the best perspective, but I'm not even gonna say the best, my own perspective is maybe built on the fact that I'm I think he was trying to imply that his perspective is the best by switching those words around Becky. No, I didn't feel comfortable with that. I'm gaslighting. Leave me alone. Uh, no, you know, I knew I, I'm friends with a couple of Russian, uh, they're Americans now, or one's an American, one lives in London and both from Russia and, and I've known uh, that met him and, and uh, another Russian friend in college, you know, in the nineties. And, you know, that the reason that makes me think of them is where we met was in a small university in, in Southern Louisiana, not, not nearly the size of someplace like LSU. We're talking a little school and, a lot of the people in this town, of course, hadn't had a lot of exposure. It's the 90s. So these are a bunch of kids that grew up during the Cold War and, you know, were all, wouldn't only know shout about- Shout out to what, Under the Desk Drills. Right. <laughs> shout out for being able to be found with a seating chart. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, these they guys- to count the piles of ash. They were cruel, though. Like- these two guys were here with a language barrier, like the one you're talking about, Brando. And uh, I remember it being weird for them that I wanted, that I was so interested in just hanging out with them, you know, and that I wasn't as um, prejudiced because my, my mother was in a business that dealt with people internationally. And so I had more exposure to it and I was more interested and curious. And a lot of the people in this small area of Southern Louisiana, would to their faces call them like the commie twins and the Bolsheviks and things that they weren't aware. Okay. Bolshevik boys, it w- would be a slightly amusing once or twice. Well now, but not now. for two guys fresh off the boat who don't realize that, you know what I mean? They're, they're isolated and alone and they're getting kind of, there was a, there was a prejudice against them. Oh yeah. Because these kids, had, you know, for a lot of reasons you can imagine and they weren't, as uh, interested and we became friends and whatnot over a long period of time. And like I said, uh, that, that guy's sister is now an American and married to an American buddy of mine. Um, I worry about the effect of those people, not just the opinion of somebody of us or, or who are Americans and how they feel about somebody in the, so in Russia, I was about to call it the Soviet Union, certainly acts the same, right? He wants to, but it seems like those, like I was saying in another episode or maybe earlier in this episode that, you know, I don't, I don't, I always want to get the blame right, right? I want to label it to the right person, not just broad scope it. And that's not typical. Most people do broad scope it. And during the pandemic, when one side of the fence was calling it the China mm-hmm. virus and calling it a bunch of things having to do with. Oh, I was always partial to Kung flu myself. Well, we, and we heard <laughs> all of it, right? And there was shit that made you laugh. Kung flu is, is objectively funny. It is. It really, honestly, it really is. Is. it's objectively when it's coming funny. from the sitting president of the United States. Right, well, and it's absurd and it's ridiculous in his, in the context of the way that it was being used by a lot of people, it was bad, but look, Brando, you and I both know my, sister-in-law is asian american and there are plenty of stories where people who will just call them low energy thinkers because i think it's fitting were just spewing hate simply because of the way she looked after right? 9 11 across the street from my high school was a little pizzeria 
owned by a guy from Pakistan, you know, country that had arguably nothing to do with 9-11. Right. Right. Of course. He was catching a lot of shit on September 12th. Because they, they had conflated everything to it. That's mm-hmm. what I worry about. I worry about those, uh, those people that have been here for 20 years and maybe still have a faint Russian accent or that you can tell that that even look, probably even people like your neighbors, there's not going to be a lot of people that ask them if they're Russian or Ukrainian. They'll just assume. And maybe I only know where they're from because a different neighbor told me I never asked, but they get, because it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter in the first place, but that's what I, that's what I hope doesn't come from it. That's what I get when I start thinking of the effects of this. I hope there aren't a bunch of, uh, low energy thinking Americans that are out there hearing accent sideways from somebody who's as American and in many ways probably more American than uh, some people, and and they end up getting a lot of that hatred. You know what I mean? So in summation, everything's fucked. Da 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 ba da da. Goodbye, everybody. Talk about ammo and non-perishables. <laughs> Shit's gonna get wild. No, I I don't think so, man. I'm, I, okay, I, I made that joke last episode. I can't do it again. No, I, I I I have a lot of hope that things will be okay. I still think the strength and representation of leadership, like the president of Ukraine, is <laughs> the most dominant part of all of this. And I'm I I, I feel like it's uh I have a lot of hopes that it'll work out in the end. I hope it'll work out. You know, at least things over here should start to normal out soon enough. It was nice seeing that the the freedom convoy was a pathetic joke. Well, I think we got bigger things to worry about now. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes down. That's the way it goes down. All right. Hour two. End it before things get depressing, because I got some more stuff to say, but it's not going to be on a recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just cut that last 30 seconds off. That's for the Patreon. We'll, we'll keep going. Uh, well, Hey, look, great conversation. I know we kind of got into a little bit of some deeper issues with gaslighting and some exploratory chit chat. I appreciate you guys coming through it with me. Thanks for being here. And thanks for listening. Listener, you one listener, you keep coming back and we love you're you. Amazing. It. You're amazing. So amazing and sexy and hot. So hot, super hot. Brando, I think it's better coming from your sexual chocolate voice. <laughs> Tell them they're hot. gonna wait for it i'm gonna wait for it he's got to just say it even even begrudgingly just go you're hot he's gonna he's typing (laughs) he's not gonna say it (laughs) we're gonna get him to say it at some point anyway we'll let it go for now you know uh, appreciate you guys coming back Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. I know you've heard me say it once. I'll say it again. Be sure to check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. There are plenty of podcasts for you to entertain yourselves with. If I had to pick one out of a hat right now, I'm going to say, if you love games, go with Oh God, It Hurts. If you love movies, go with Cinephile Hissy Fit. Check out the website. Remember to like and subscribe if you like what we're doing. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, Brando. Thanks, Becky. Bye. See you next time.